재미와 지식의 오디오라이프 팝빵 Bringing you stimulating discussions on current affairs Discover the best of news and current affairs Primetime on TBS EFM 
emerged out of an, an adjoining room in the Gupta's house to, to say, oh, it's, it's right. okay. Um, it's just, it's absolutely crazy. Yeah, and uh, this is one of the unique circumstances where uh, our listenership, people here in Korea, at this moment in time, um, can be probably one of the few uh, populations that can actually relate to what's going on right, right. now. Uh, a lot of outrage, obviously. How, how, how angry are the people in South, South Africa? Extremely. I mean, there's, there's, there's various forces which have come together. There's one which is essentially that since since Zuma's been president since 2009, we have had 10 years of continuing scandals, incompetencies, just awfulness. Mm-hmm. The, the second thing is, is that the, the government, the ANC government, has simply not delivered for the vast majority of the poor black population. And there's been, although there's been an enrichment of a few um, black South Africans at the top who've become multi-billionaires, um, the vast majority uh, uh, feel that they've been left out, that nothing's really changed since the end of apartheid, that the rich are getting richer and the poor are getting poorer, etc., etc. So we've got, we've got like popular anger against Zuma, because he's regarded as, as, as a clown and, and, and being very corrupt. And, and secondly, we've got a huge popular anger against the lack of delivery of services and of improvements to people's lives. And these things come, are now coming together. We also saw the protests um, in the universities in South Africa about no. student fees. That's another element which has come together in terms of lack of delivery. And all of, the, all of these things are kind of almost creating a perfect storm Obviously, in the ensuing investigation, and one of the factors here in Korea is the fact that there is a, quite a distrust in the judiciary and the idea that the prosecutors are sort of in cahoots and they will not actually uh, fully investigate all of these a- a- allegations adequately. Is that a similar situation in South Africa? Is there a confidence that uh, uh, the authorities, the investigators can actually uh, come up with some uh, definitive proof in regards to these corruption allegations? Well, in South Africa, I have to say the positive thing is, is that we still have a, a very independent judiciary. There have been attempts to subvert it, but it has been res- resisting this. There's a very strong civil society, a very strong and vibrant media. And basically, the judiciary is seen as one of the last uh, hopes in trying to hold the line against this kind of seeping corruption, which has developed, has really developed since 1994, but has accelerated that since uh, Zuma uh, took power. In terms of... Uh the ANC and uh, for Zuma himself. And obviously it's still early days and, and, and a lot can happen uh, within the next few days and weeks. But um, carrying on the uh, legacy of the late great Nelson Mandela, what would your assessment of Zuma's presidency uh, be at this point? Uh, is it something that taints uh, the ANC's uh, legacy as a whole historically? Is he a failed president? Yes, he's a failed president. We've had 10 years, 10 wasted years, to be honest. Uh, he's been a disaster. Um, he seriously damaged South Africa's, South Africa's reputation. Um, people have been calling for him to, to step down now f- for a number of years. Um, it, it's, be, it's not been a very good situation. The, the, the kind, it's kind of been going downhill since since actually Mandela stepped down because what happened was Thabo Mbeki then became president. Mm-hmm. And although he was a technocrat and was quite efficient, he was also involved in scheming and plotting against his political rivals within the, within the ANC. And it's actually that which led to Zuma taking power because um, uh, Becky tried to use tried to use um, prosecutions against uh, Zuma and, and his alleged right. corruption to try to destroy the, um, uh, his rival. That didn't work. Becky got sacked by the ANC because he became extremely unpopular. And that what had happened though is 
and Beckett is that she cleared the ground of all potential rivals, and the only one left standing was Zuma. So Zuma is kind of the gift that keeps on giving from from Tabo and Becky. Mm. In terms of his political exit strategy or political survival, do you see any pathway for him to be able to finish out this term unscathed, or do you feel that uh, resignation is almost an inevitability as it stands right now? Well, I think he, I honestly think he's going to try and hold on. Obviously, predicting the future is, is not very, not usually a good idea, but yeah. I think he's going to try and hold hold on. Um, you have to remember, it's, when we talk about Zuma, it's not just Zuma. We're talking about a, a huge patronage network, a corrupt patronage network with Zuma at the top. But very, it, it goes all the way down to the grassroots in South Africa, involving the pr- provinces, etc. So we've got a, a very large number of people within the ruling party and within government who are prophesying very nicely out of the, arrange, of the arrangement that Zoom has, has allowed them to uh, essentially feed on the, on the public purse. So if Zuma goes, they're all going to go. So there's going to be a big resistance from, from those elements within, within South Africa to the idea that, that Zuma should just immediately step down. At the moment, it seems that he, he has the support of uh, at least four of the nine provinces. Mm. He's got the support of the ANC Youth League. He's got support of the ANC Women's League. Uh, these are very, very powerful um, bodies within, within the government structures. So at the moment, he can rely upon those in order to, to stay in power. Now, the question is, will there come a tipping point when his supporters realize that he's gone too far and perhaps they need to... Uh, tie themselves to, a, right. to another figure. At the moment, the only potential rivals to Zuma are either the deputy president, Cyril Ramaphosa, or his ex-wife, um, Nkosana Glamini Zuma, who was the um, former head of the African Union. She's now, she's now no, no longer the head. And there's feelings or, and suspicions within South Africa that Zuma is trying to position his, his ex-wife some other kind of like a soap opera, but mm. position his ex-wife to, if he does step down, to take over because she, the suspicion is that she would protect him from from future prosecutions. Now, the thing about Zuma, just just to very quickly yeah. point out, is this state capture report is is just is one one element of the of the, the charges against Zuma and the kind of the evidence against Zuma. We also have to remember that Zuma has got seven hundred and eighty three outstanding charges relating to racketeering, fraud, and corruption. Uh, against him and the high court in pretoria recently just decided that this case which had been dropped a few years ago could now be reopened and if the supreme court of appeal agrees to this then we've got the sitting president not only facing this the fallout from the state capture report which is extremely damning and is just terrible mm-hmm. but we've also got these 783 corruption charges and criminal charges uh, which could be reopened against against Zuma so we have a very problematic situation in South Africa and in Africa in general of course because South Africa is the most developed economy right. it's, the, it's the biggest economy in Africa it's always been held up to be the kind of the, the, the beacon of hope particularly since, since the Mandela days and now we've got a situation where this, this country which really should be leading the, co- the continent is under the control of, of essentially a corrupt um, cadre of individuals who really lack any credibility Post-apartheid uh, for the long term, uh, in terms of the politics here, does this open up uh, a window of opportunity for other parties besides the ANC, maybe even a non-explicitly black African party? 
Um, well, the Democratic Alliance have been having some gains, and uh, in the last uh, municipal elections, just over the summer, um, they may they basically took control of ma- most of the major cities in South Africa. But but the the problem in South Africa is that everything is everything is racialized mm. because of apartheid and and the colonial history and, and the racism that existed in South Africa. Everything is racialized, and we still haven't got to the point where people vote on issues and manifestos um it's slowly moving in that direction but it's it's very incremental and at the moment it it is pretty much the case that the anc is regarded as uh the party that led the liberation of of black south africans and therefore Mm. has this huge residual support base from individuals who who just remain loyal to it so we haven't quite reached that point yet we're gonna have to leave it there professor taylor thank you so much for joining us appreciate it no problem